Hey guys, my name's Kyla, and I'm your host of That Christian Girl Podcast, a podcast that's devoted to helping Christians of all walks of life be inspired and encouraged to reach their full godly potential. Thank you so much for listening today, and I hope you enjoy. Hey guys, it's Kyla, um, the host of That Christian Girl Podcast, and wow, it's been a little bit. I know it's only been a week, but I haven't done either of those episodes last week, and I just want to thank you all for your patience and your support. (laughs) Um, And I'm definitely going to go into next week. I meant last week, (laughs) Um, because last week was hard, you guys. So last week's how hard it was and how terrible I felt all week is going into this episode which is going to be about cleaning up your life. So, let's just jump right in. Um, my life has, like, literally been a whirlwind since I got home from eastern Montana. You guys, as of Friday, I still not had put- I still not have put my suitcase away. I put it away on Friday. And now it's replaced with my duffel bag that I use going to my dad's house. So now I have to unpack my duffel bag. And I have three bags of laundry that I have to do um, from eastern Montana of just, like, bedding. Um, Yeah. And then just... And then a big pile of laundry that's not... Some of it's from eastern Montana and some of it's just, like, build up. Of how much laundry I have to do. And guys, looking around my room, I'm not proud of it at all. <laughs> I have this huge pile of things that I need to donate. And have not gotten donated yet. Um, and that's like the big thing. Because it looks like a mess. But my bed is askew. I'm like literally sitting around notebooks and sweatshirt everything, you guys. So my life is kind of a mess, and last week I think was super hard for me. Um, I had just gotten back from eastern Montana where I gotta be lazy and I gotta rest, and then jumping right back into working full-time and then part-time. Um, yeah, you guys, it was hard, and then it was just a hard week in general for me. Um, Working so much, and I think I wasn't ready to work that much, was really, really hard. And then I just had some stuff go on as well that I was like, I can't do this this week. So, yeah, it's just, it's messy. And I want to be completely honest with all of you because you guys may be in different things. Last week on Tuesday, I was like, my season of joy is over. The one month of joy that I had, it's over. I haven't, um, I, like, got a message from someone, and then I'm, like, not sure if I should stay at my one full-time job, and I'm super stressed, and my room is a mess. Like, you guys, I broke down on Tuesday. It was not funny, and it was not fun. And it was, like, so hard. And I really grappled with what I wanted the next podcast episode to be about. Because I thought, well, I could do it on forgiveness. I could do it on 
seasons and how it's okay to have times of sadness and times in your season of joy. And then I just realized maybe I need to do a podcast episode about cleaning up your life because I think that's going to be very beneficial to me. Um, We're going to talk about how we can clean up our lives. So this is my main question. What do I need to do to clean up in my life? So this is like your surroundings. So your room, your house, whatever. Um, Your habits or your routines. So making your morning routine better or um, weeding out all of those bad habits and planting new good habits. And then also um, you need to clean up your mind. So like intake of entertainment, cleaning up what you're putting in. Um, So yeah, let's just jump right into it. So number one is surroundings. So I have room with an underline under it but then you also have your house your bathroom I need to clean my bathroom too you guys um and your car it is surprising how much better you feel once you feel once you clean your car you guys I didn't even do a deep clean of my car on Friday but I had a bunch of wood in the back of my car from my work that they were just scrap wood that they were just gonna throw away and I was like no I can use that for campfires But I was hauling that around since Father's Day weekend. So I had wood in the back of my car for a little less than a month and it was a little excessive. So finally on Friday, I went through it and I pulled all the nails out of it and I put it in the firewood pile. And you guys, that has made me feel so much better. Now I can put stuff in the back of my car. Woo! (laughs) Never knew I would celebrate that little victory. But, so your car is a big one, um, especially if you have a car. If you don't have a car, that's fine. But I tend to find that my car has a lot of stuff put in it because at the end of the day, if I buy something or if I just have something in it, I don't think to take it out and to um, deal with it sometimes. If it's not something that I need, I won't deal with it until it's like this is too much mess so cleaning up your car um next you next i'm going to talk about your room so find things that you need to donate or throw away um and don't just ignore it my problem is i ignore a lot of my junk and i just throw it into a drawer or closet you guys i went through my closet i think the week before i went to eastern montana It was insane how much stuff I had in there that I didn't even know I had. And it was just because it was a pileup of stuff. And I filled our dumpster halfway full of just stuff that either trash or things that were basically trash and nobody would want if I had donated them. So it was insane to go through that amount of stuff and still I have a big pile of things to donate. Um, but yeah, that can go for any room, even your whole house. But also one thing that I need to do is go through my cosmetics and figure out what's, what I don't use, what's expired. Guys, I have a problem. Sometimes I keep like old mascaras that have a little bit left because sometimes I don't use it till I'm completely dry and 
one time I opened up my drawer and I was like, there's four mascaras in here and I had to throw them all away because why do I keep them if I don't ever use them, you know? So going through your cosmetic cosmetics is a big thing. Also, I don't use 90% of the stuff that I have and some of it's good to have if you want to go to a fancy thing, but really all I use is, um, what's the word? Moisturizer, concealer, and mascara. And then sometimes I use like brow gel or whatever. But I am looking and I'm seeing so many things that I don't use and that I shouldn't have anymore because either they're really old or they just aren't, they aren't something that I see myself using in the future. So maybe going through your makeup or I am guilty of this because I am going into my senior year. I have been getting so many, so much mail from colleges that are like, we want you and stuff. There are, I think, three distinct places where I put it in my room and I just need to go through and I need to look through them seriously and I'm going to be like, is this something that I'm interested in? If not, I'm going to throw it away and then just have a little bit of stuff that I, of colleges that I'm interested in instead of keeping all of the colleges, even if college like junk mail or whatever, even if I don't need it. Um, so that's a big thing. And also, I was going through my room, and I found so many notebooks. I found some from 7th grade, you guys. Why did I keep that? Why am I keeping those? Um, so I threw those away because they're trash. Nobody's going to use them. They're completely filled out. And why am I keeping something that's from so long ago, you know? So make sure that you go through your stuff and it will make you feel so much better. Um, yeah, so cleaning my room is definitely going to be something that I'm going to try and work on this week. Um, I'm Guys, I'm trying to get into better habits because I do work so much that like Sunday through Wednesday, it's just go, 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 go. But trying to do like five minutes of cleaning per day would be very beneficial and hopefully I'm not just going to say that and not do it. So I do that a lot, you guys. Um, but trying to keep it in the back of my mind and make sure, oh, let me just clean up five minutes before I go to bed because my room could use it, you guys. Um, yeah. Okay. Number two is our habits and routines. So what should I keep or stop doing? So, good habits slash bad habits. So, what what um, defines a good habit versus a bad habit? So, let's say your nightly routine. If you have your phone by your bed and one of your habits is to scroll through TikTok um, in bed before you fall asleep, this is going to be a bad habit. Or if you watch movies on your phone before you go to sleep or whatever, that's a bad habit. But journaling before you go to bed is a good habit. So thinking of each of your habits that you put in to play. So let's see. One of my bad habits is not waking up to my first alarm. And how I can make that a... How I could change that into a good habit is to wake up to my first alarm. 
Also, one of my bad habits is not making my bed in the morning. So, trying to make my bed every morning is also a good, like, a good shift. So, what are things that you can implement today that will help you clean up your habits? It doesn't have to be super big. Um, you can make really small tweaks to really clean up your habits. I... I'm reading this book that I started and I have not finished, but it's called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective Teens, and I need to read that more, and then I want to read Atomic Habits too, because I know that has a lot of good stuff in it, but trying to really, really help clean up your habits, because there's a lot of bad habits that maybe we think of, we don't even think of that we do. And it's so hard to to have good habits all the time, but if we can try and tweak the bad habits so they turn into good habits would be amazing. Like eating three square meals a day and not snacking as much, you know, eating healthier and stuff. Um, that's really good. And then cleaning up your routines. An average morning with me looks like, oh, it's 6.30, let's snooze it. Oh, it's 6.40, let's snooze it. Oh, now it's like 7. Now we better get up. 7, 7.10, we better get up. And then, you guys, along with my life being a mess, I have not read my Bible in, I think, five days. And, you, and I've seen it. I've seen how it's affected me. And I need to get into my Bible. So <laughs> I am not getting up early enough. I don't think I'm falling asleep early enough to get up early enough to read my Bible. So what? So my morning routine right now looks like I get up at 7, I go to the bathroom, I put in my contacts, I do my makeup. I go upstairs, I grab all my stuff, usually don't grab breakfast, but this morning I made a little, like, banana, strawberry, um, peanut butter shake, so that was interesting. You guys, the peanut butter was so overpowering, but that's beside the point. But, you know, what I should start to do is go to bed earlier and then set an alarm that I will wake up to the first time. So maybe not waking up at 6.30, but waking up at 6.45. Just 15 minutes later, but that makes a huge difference. And then I should get up and go to the bathroom, put my contacts in, and go back and read my Bible. And then after I'm done with that, I should make my bed. Try and make my bed in the morning. And then I can do all of the rest of the stuff, like get dressed, do makeup, and then go upstairs and something that I'm going to try and start doing is meal prepping. Tonight, it was so good. I made a sandwich for myself at work tomorrow, for work tomorrow. Um, I have a problem because I am now just going and eating out every single day at work. I did not eat out as much, I feel like, during school. Because I never want to drive anywhere because that's giving up my good parking spot. But with work, I can be gone for a full hour and only have to 
and be at a place for 40 minutes, 30 to 40 minutes, and not have to worry. And even though the lunches are about the same, I don't have to like rush somewhere and then rush back and just hang out for 30 minutes because I got a good parking spot. I actually have a lot more time, so I have a lot more freedom. But that means that I have been eating out a lot. <laughs> um, and it's not always unhealthy food. Like today, I went to this grocery store called The Co-op and I got like baked chicken pesto. And that place is super healthy. And it's not bad food, but it's a lot of money to go eat out every single day. And even though I'm making a lot more money, I don't want to spend it all on food, you know? So I am going to try and start meal prepping just a little bit and then bringing meals to work. And I can still leave. I can go and eat in a park or something. And I want to try and find other ways, other things to do that won't include me going out to eat every day. And it's fine if I go out to eat like once a week or something or twice a week. But every single day, it's going to get very expensive for me. So something that I'm going to try and implement is making meals either the morning or the night before. Um, and then I just have to make sure that my sleep schedule is adjusted for that. So really making sure I try and change my morning schedule to waking up maybe 15 minutes later and getting up to that first alarm. And then going to the bathroom, putting my contacts in, and then reading my Bible, and then making my bed, and then getting ready for the rest of the day, and leave at 7.35 for work. So, next, maybe I can talk about my night routine. And if yours looks like this, it's completely fine, because let me tell you, I need to get into better routines. And I totally understand if you need to, too, because I'm no saint, you guys. I am struggling and I am not doing as amazing as I feel like I should be. So I understand if your night routine isn't some amazing, beautiful thing that is something that's like mythical and amazing. So my night routine looks like I get home at like 9.30 then I eat dinner. Like today I ate dinner. Um, and then I wash my face, change into my PJs, and then, I don't know, I toss and turn until I fall asleep. But a way that I could change that, something that I want to implement into my night routine, is my prayer journal. Um, I need to get into my prayer journal more, you guys. It's a problem. But, so getting into my prayer journal more, and then also... Maybe picking up a book. And when I can't fall asleep, either I pick up like a good fiction book where I where I just stay up. But trying to really wind my mind down because sleeping is sometimes really hard for me to do. And I end up tossing and turning for hours on end and I don't know why. But I think it might be because my sleep routine, my... Uh, my night routine isn't winding me down enough and putting my mind in that calm, relaxed mood. So I'm going to try, especially once I have, if I have a good morning routine and then I'm going to have a good night routine, like making my bed. Because usually, you guys, I just make my bed before I go to bed. 
and then it get all it's, it gets all messed up in the morning. Um, but maybe cleaning for five minutes before I go to bed, and all of that stuff. Trying to implement good healthy habits into that night routine, or getting things done that I didn't get done in the morning. Right now, I am sitting in my bed, and it's late, and I'm recording this podcast because I've not had any time today. And what did I do yesterday? Yesterday I got home at 5. Oh, and then I didn't have enough time to record a full 45 to 50 minute episode. Although I'm not sure if this is really going to be that long. Because right now I'm just kind of rambling. But, um, trying to really get a good night routine where I feel calm and relaxed going into it. So, my thing for you for your habits and routines and how to clean up your habits and routines is to go through with yourself and think about how do my mornings look? How am I, how am I, what's my morning routine? And then go into your night routine. What's my night routine? And then you want to go and write down on a piece of paper I actually did this, but write down my ideal morning routine and then my ideal night routine. And it helps to write it down, you guys, because it really implements it in your mind. And if you have like an ideal, it's not going to be, it's not going to be perfect every single day. And I don't think you can hold yourself to that precedent because if you do, then when you mess up, it's really hard. But Um, You can definitely try and you can definitely have the ideal routine so you can look up to that and try and strive towards that. So I want you guys to each write down what you want your morning and your night routine to be and even include times. And if you have different morning schedules, if you work at different times or if you want to do a different morning schedule during the weekend, then write that down do that. So make sure you write down your morning routine. And then also something that's really helpful is having a habit tracker. Um, If that's something on your phone or I might try and tape up a piece of paper where I'm like, read my Bible and then I just X the box on Monday or whatever. And then I can write down make my bed and then I can make my bed in the morning (laughs) then I can X the box for whatever day is really helpful it's surprising how much that can help you do it um when I bullet journal although now I have a planner now but when I was bullet journaling I every single month I would have a page where it's like habit tracker Give me a second to grab it. It's like literally right by my bed. So I would put habit tracker. So I would write down my habits. So one was like Bible reading, prayer journal, skincare, and exercise. Wow, I did good on that week. (laughs) And then I would just write down all the things that I needed to do. Um, But this one was like Bible reading, prayer journal, water, um, that's something that I struggle with. And then reading for more than 15 minutes, which is also a good habit. I don't read enough. And then 
yeah, it's just, it's very good to have a habit tracker, I feel like, because it really helps you keep track of the things that you need to do um, and the things that you should be doing and give you motivation to do it. If you have something that you can be like instant gratification of checking the box and I know that Bible reading, that habit should not just be something that you do to check the box, but also I want to argue the point that sometimes you need to have it as something that you do to check the box um, and have the box checking or whatever as your motivation and your drive to do it because sometimes when you just hold yourself accountable and you don't have something if you just hold yourself accountable in your mind and you don't have something that you check off of, I feel like it's much easier to skip it. That's just my experience, but I feel like it's so much easier for me to keep myself accountable if I have something that I'm checking off. Um, and I know that doesn't work for everybody, but it's something that really works for me. So, whew, that was long. But... Third, we're going to talk about mind. So, like, what should we clean up with what we're intaking? So, first, I want you to ask, what should I not be intaking? So, this is bad music, bad TV or movies, or bad books. So, how can we stop doing these things? And what are some things that that um, we can do to reduce the intake of these bad medias. So first, um, for the music, find or make good uplifting playlists. I know that a lot of people either like really, really hate secular music or um, people have very different opinions on if we should be listening to secular music and take what I say with a grain of salt. But what I believe is that if it's uplifting and if it's not like God, God, um, if it's not against God or if it's not like blatantly against God and it's not something that you know you shouldn't be putting in your mind, um, if it's something bad with bad themes, definitely don't listen to it. But there's, like, a lot of cool songs out there that are kind of good, not gonna lie. There's the one that, what is it called, Golden Hour? I think that one might be the one that everybody listens to, which is, like, with the amazing piano. You know, that one's really good. And then there's just some fun ones that I like to listen to that aren't necessarily bad or not like blatantly against God but they're not Christian but they're still uplifting and they're still fun but also you should definitely be intaking mostly Christian theme music you guys there are so many cool artists and creators out there that create such amazing music and I think I've talked about this before, but Spotify, just look up blank Christian music. Um, I looked up, like, indie Christian 
music or something um and i found this really good playlist that's i think it's called indie christian pop but i was trying to figure out like alternative christian music that's not blatantly like christian where worship music i love but sometimes i want something different and i'm a person who likes a bunch of different styles of music so finding good songs that are christian that aren't necessarily just worship but there's some cool rap ones um i've been seeing a lot of them there's like just some cool interesting ones that are christian there's uh what is it called? I think it's called Revelation or something. It's something that's like popular on TikTok or Instagram. It's like Revelation um, chapter 19 verses 16 and 17. I'm not saying this right, but um, it's, I like that song. I don't know why, but it's kind of vibey. <laughs> um, and then there's a bunch of different playlists that you can look up if you're working out. You can find some Christian rap if you like working out to rap. Or, and I think there's some heavy metal Christian. There's definitely indie Christian. And there's more poppy. And of course there's worship music. Um, one of the Christian rap also saw this from Instagram. Um, it was like, did I just find the... I think it was Nicki Minaj or something of Christian music, and it's called Eris, and it's kind of good. I was very impressed. Oh, if it's definitely, if that's kind of your genre that you like, um, but people make Christian playlists so much, or there will be videos that I see that say, want to work out to Christian music, but don't know what to listen to? Here's some Christian music crafts that go with that style and maybe I'll try and make a playlist of my own but there's definitely a lot of playlists out there and I know I shared one to my story I think it was indie Christian pop but that one is 100% my favorite I love that one listening to that one this tonight while I was cleaning because I just wanted some music but finding good Christian music or just uplifting music will really change your mindset amazingly um i think what we intake and because we intake so much music it's very important to try and when you're consciously intaking music intake good christian music um i remember this one month like month to four months was probably two to four months where i just listened listened to christian music and it was amazing to see how different my mindset was. Um, and it definitely makes a difference when you lift, listen to good, uplifting Christian music. The next thing is um, about bad TV or movies. So don't purposely watch something ungodly. There's a lot of TV shows and movies that are very, very ungodly. And I know there's not as much of a of a genre of like Christian TV and Christian music I and mean, movies um, that there is on other things. But if something's like rated MA or you know has really bad themes in it, 
don't watch it. It doesn't matter if everybody else is watching it. If you know that it's ungodly, then stay away. Guard your hearts. Protect your hearts. Um, I like to watch the show with my mom. It's called Heartland. Heartland. And I think it might be on Netflix and also Hulu. But that one's a really good one. And it's not Christian, but it's not, like, very, very ungodly and very secular whatsoever. It's about people who own a horse ranch and, like, a horse rehabilitation center. Um, not really center, but ranch. And that one's just a good one. And you're definitely going to run into some bad things in any show whether it be bad words or themes that you might not agree with, but as long as you're trying to guard your heart and you're making conscious decisions to, when you see a show that you might be, might be questionable, to check up on it and see if there's any, like, bad things in it, then don't watch it. There's definitely a lot of ways that we can guard ourselves from a lot of bad and a lot of harm that can enter into our minds and our souls because there's a lot of bad things that are out there and a lot of ungodly un unholy un like very very damaging to us um that are out there there's a lot of gory movies there's a lot of like sexual movies there's a lot of really bad movies out there so trying to purposely not watch anything that you know is ungodly even if everybody else is watching it or really guard your hearts and your minds when it comes to tv that is very very important and then also bad books so you don't really think about books when you're like what am i intaking but you guys book talk is kind of bad there's a lot of bad books on that. Um, so making sure that you look at the trigger warnings. <laughs> you guys, I didn't even finish this book. But it was a book that my friends and I were reading together. And I actually didn't like it. But it had a lot of bad things in it. And I'm glad that I never finished it. And there were a lot of things that I probably should not be reading. And like I said, glad I didn't finish it. But it wasn't a good book. And it was on Book Talk, which I never saw anything for it. But supposedly it was all over their, like, Instagram or TikTok feeds, which was weird. But maybe it's just because I'm not in that genre of books. But there's a lot of, like, really bad. And if you know book words like smut, there's a lot of books with, like, the sexual stuff in it. So trying to really look into either maturity ratings. I know if you buy your books off of Target, um, sometimes it will show a maturity rating where it's like 14 plus or staying out of like the romance section at, I think Barnes and Noble has like a romance section, but it's like the bad romance. Um, so staying out of that section and something that I really recommend if you like the more romance books because girly I do too but to look at Christian books and Christian romance books you guys there's nothing better than a good Christian romance book um because it's like it's like that romance but 
with a Christian worldview, if that makes sense. I cannot stress enough how it, how much I love this author, Melanie Dickerson. She is literally so good. <laughs> it's like the kind of book, it was so funny because um, there was this one video that I saw and it was like, when girls read historical fiction, Christian romance novels, they're not looking for something deep to read. They're looking for something like that you can just sit there and the whole world fades away and you just are thinking about the book and you're freaking out about the little things. But it's so good if you're more into the romance or like YA romance or whatever um, kind of genre to look for those historical fiction Christian romance novels. Or it doesn't even have to be historical fiction. You guys, I thought I did not like historical fiction until I picked up these books, but trying to find just Christian Christian books, Christian fiction books. There's a lot of good ones out there. I know there's one that talks, is kind of like the story of Jesus' life, but it's set in like this fantasy kingdom land, but I don't remember what it's called. And I listened to the books on CDs so many years ago. I think it was like seventh grade or maybe even earlier but that was a really good series or there's also a lot of good just maybe non-biblical series um but that aren't bad or aren't going to harm you um I know Divergent is one I think maybe don't quote me on it but she might be a Christian author but I think that one was one. Um, I have that one. I remember reading the first book. It was pretty good. Um, what else ones do I have? Well, I did. I really like the Hunger Games series. Um, I know that's not like Christian or whatever, but it wasn't a bad book, and it didn't have anything R-rated in it. Uh, there was. All, all of the other ones that I can think of are, like, Christian. But uh, just finding, like, the Christian books. Oh, there's the one where it's, like, this guy gets into a bad accident. And then he can see, like, spiritual warfare. I don't remember what that one was called. But I remember reading the first book. It was super good. And then there's the whole series. I think it's called Left Behind. Like, the left. The ones who were left behind or something, which is about the, like, revelation and the end times and about how the people who were left behind when everybody who were Christian just, like, disappeared. And I kind of want to read that. I think my mom owns the whole series, so maybe I'll have to steal them from her. Um, but using, doing those books would be really good because it would help you with revelation as well. Because I'm not the best at Revelation by no means. But either finding clean books that you can read or Christian books that you can read will be really helpful and really good. And I know that we don't think about that much, but yeah, doing those. And then also with the nonfiction books, maybe instead of going for a secular self-help book, Go for a Christian self-help book. 
Um, there's the whole Live series by Sadie Robertson, which I have started the first book, and I have really liked it. And there's so many different books that you can find and that you can read that are going to really help boost your mental health and your spiritual health and not going to be going into more secular things and finding those in like the Christian section and there's definitely a lot that you could probably find on Amazon or Barnes and Noble but finding those books that are Christian based for self-help and I'm not saying that all books are bad but especially when going with mental health issues try and get a Christian based view because I'm not sure about you but I don't want to read a self-help book that's not Christian based because I know if it's not Christian based it's not going to help me um and it's not really going to give me things that I know will be helpful and good for my spirit and I think the only reason why I'm here you guys like sitting here talking to you right now and not in a bad place or not here at all um is because of Jesus and because of God and I know that's why I've held on for so long you guys I've struggled with so many different mental health things um depression and I think even anxiety and just having so much going on all of the struggles not discounting any of your struggles but also like just knowing the stuff that I've been through the only reason why I'm here and I can tell you I'm joyful and I'm happy no matter how hard it is I have hope is because of Jesus and if you are struggling with mental health things Jesus I'm sorry but Jesus is the only way <laughs> I would never want to be in a place without him and I would never want to not have him when I am going through or the struggles that I went through I know I would not be as strong or as happy or as joyful or maybe even here if I weren't for Jesus and that's just going into preaching to him but if you are struggling with mental health issues you can definitely reach out to me or reach out to people in your church um but also if you see yourself being more depressed or being down try and look for christian and you want a book that you can read that you can really grasp onto and that you want to help yourself with look for christian ones because it's gonna be so good to pick up a christian based book and really have the truth poured into you um and that will help so much more with any mental health problems besides instead of just winging it and trying to do it all by yourself or trying to do it with a self-help book that's not Christian and secular based where they're not going to bring the love of Jesus into it. Okay. Whew, that was long. But my fourth thing is just what am I doing? So... What am I going to do? Guys, today I bought a planner. Cute little planner. I think it's very cute. 
Um, it's like a daily and monthly planning calendar that I'm also going to use for school. But I thought now I can just keep track of everything that I need to keep track of in this little bullet journal. Well, not bullet journal. In this planner. And having a more structured thing that I can use. So, there... Oh. I guess there's like little quotes on each one. But everything... It looks like there's like today's top three. So top three things to do. And then it has a schedule. And then a to-do list. Which I'm excited about. I need more to-do lists. And then I guess it has like things that you have to do tonight. And then a gratitude. Which I kind of like the gratitude thing. That's cute. I looked at it. And I like that it had the schedule. And then the to-do. Because sometimes I need to. Especially on my Thursdays. Make a better schedule for myself. But I am excited to start on this one. Um, so I'm going to try and plan out my days more, especially my Thursdays. And really try and, you know, rest on those days, but also get work done, especially for the podcast. Um, and then also try to get work done before Thursday so I can record and maybe edit both. Or at least just edit the one on Tuesday so I'm not sitting here at 10.30 at night recording the episode for the next day. Um, and then also just trying to keep my ideas nice and organized will be really good for myself. Me. Wow. Um, and then next thing I'm going to do is clean up my room. Um, and try and donate the things that I don't need and my mom doesn't want because it's insanely messy still. Um, so cleaning up my room, doing that laundry, um, maybe starting with the stuff that maybe I don't use every day but that will clear out so much of my room's space, doing that. Um, and then just trying to implement the five minutes of cleaning per day. And then also, I'm going to get back into my Bible reading and then try and do my prayer journal every night and then also make my bed every morning um, because it's insane how much cleaner your room looks with your bed made and it's just such a simple little thing. So making my bed every morning, I think I might need to change my sheets as well, but that's another thing. But making my bed will be good. Um, I think that's it. So I want all of you to figure out some things that you can do this week to help clean up your life. And if it's already clean, congratulations. And if it's not, I feel you. Um, it's, been, it's been a hard week. It's been a long week. And yeah, it's hard. Some weeks are harder than others. And just try to take what I said. Um, if Sorry it was so long. But I hope that you guys like the 40 to an hour, 40 minute to an hour podcast episodes. Because I feel like I like those more. Um, but I will see you guys in the next one. And thank you so much for your support and your love and all of it. I'm so excited that you guys 
one of you um decided to listen today and then also make sure you follow me on instagram if you haven't already at thatchristiangirl.podcast um as i say every time i'm gonna try and get more consistent on my posts and maybe do some like cute lifestyle posts because i need to get better at filming myself and have less posting anxiety um and make it something that you guys like and something that's fun for you to watch and to have as part of your Instagram feed, even if it's not all about the podcast. But I'm definitely going to try and do some that go along with the podcast episode that I'm doing because I know I have a routines podcast episode that I'm doing coming up. Um, I don't think next week, maybe the next, but trying to plan content around my posts, around my podcast episodes. So hopefully you all have a great rest of your day and thank you so much for listening. Have a great rest of your day. Love all of you. Bye. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you for listening to the end. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at thatchristiangirl.podcast. I'll see you in the next one.